Welcome, welcome, welcome all our listeners to another edition of Brother Z and Friends. The gospel program where we bring you tippets from the Bible, entertaining gospel music. We interview personalities, gospel singers, writers. So sit back, relax, don't touch that dial, and you will be blessed by the end of it all. We share because we care. Every time I read my Bible, feel alright. Bible, I get to know Jesus Christ. Come on. 
So, welcome to Brother Z and Friends. I am here, George, um, Brother Z and uh, Pastor Linda. So, Brother Z, come on, talk to me, man. Well, I, um, I'm not in a talking uh, mood this time because I know this topic we are going into. I'm going to be learning. Oh, you're going to be learning. Me too. Two ears, one mouth. Pa- Pastor, 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 it's down to it's down to you, Pastor. Come on, talk to us. We we want to talk about um, Bible study for rookies, right? I'll do my best. <laughs> okay, so so what are we talking about here, Pastor? Bible study for rookies? Yeah, I, you know, rookies. You think about those maybe that are younger in the group or. Um, haven't been in the way for a long time, but hey, you can learn from a babe, in my opinion. Yeah, you can okay. learn from a child. So I want to hear your input yes. just as well as you hear yes. mine because yes. we learn from one another. And, um, uh, and you know, and Jesus and, said we should always come as little children. So yes, uh, and I, w- I wanted to. <laughs> sorry. I wanted to say the title, the complete title is Bible Study for Rookies and Other Christians. Okay. Yeah. So everyone has to be involved All right. in this. Yeah. Even yeah. the listeners could contact us, mm-hmm. not uh, mm-hmm. online right now, but by email. All right. All right. Brother Z and Friends on your local radio. WBIO 89.3 FM. Our podcast, Brother Z and Friends. Our email is brotherz77 at gmail.com. That's brotherz77 at gmail.com. We can also be reached by phone 407-668-4824. That's 407-668-4824. You can reach Pastor Linda at Anointed Community Service at 204 Godson Street, Groveland, Florida. By phone, 352-404-7898. That's 352-404-7898. Alternatively, on the web at anointedcommunitycs.org. That's Anointed Community CS. Dot org. Read your Bible, pray every day, okay, grow, so what we got, Pastor? What we got? Grow, yes, and I hope they do contact us. We encourage the listeners to contact us and chime in. Yeah. Questions and anything, and we'll we'll um, gladly uh, refer to your questions. So if you have questions or anything like that, or something you want us to talk about. We just encourage the listeners to get in touch with us. And Brother Z is going to give his email, and um, you can email him and ask any questions, uh, suggest anything, and uh, God willing, we'd be glad to to bring it on, bring it on the, the show. Brother Z and Friends, on your local radio, WPIO 89.3 FM, or podcast, Brother Z and Friends. Our email is brotherz77 at gmail.com. That's brotherz77 at gmail.com. We can also be reached by phone 407-668-4824. That's 407-668-4824. So we are going to start with the first question. 
And it says, what is the Bible telling us to do when it says an eye for an eye? And we find that in Matthews chapter 5 and 38 to 39. <laughs> Pastor, that's a very simple one, though. An eye for an eye. You slap me in my eye, I slap you back. You dig out my <laughs> eye, I poke yours back out. The only problem, how am I going to see you? <laughs> if, if you take my eyes, how am I going to see you? Now, there's a, a discrepancy in this question because it says, what is the Bible telling us to do? And in actuality, Jesus is referring to the Old Testament saying, you have heard that it has been said mm -hmm. an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth but i say unto you yeah you know, basically do not do an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth you know when jesus said that what what makes the difference between the time he said an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth and now because we have a new heart mm -hmm. the bible says that they received the word they had stony hearts but when we allow christ into our heart our heart is a new heart it's it's a, a softer heart because why we look at the death burial and resurrection of our lord and so we get a new heart mm -hmm. and that new heart is not wicked that new heart is compassionate it's it, it, you know, most times we weep before the Lord when we really see the love of God that has been shed uh, for us. So with this new heart, we don't do an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. But you know, though, Pastor, for us to do what Jesus uh, would have done, is turn the other cheek, we have to um, attain to a certain level of maturity in our Christianity because mm -hmm. only then are we able to turn the other cheek mm -hmm. because if we if we um, are being hit by somebody that's gonna hurt and if you don't I mean it doesn't even have to be physical um, hitting it could be something that they said but if you're mm -hmm. not spiritually mature then God help that person because you're going to fire back. And you know, some Christians are like that. Some Christians do not know how to take it. They just let it out of their system because as far as they're concerned, you hurt them. But you're right, Pastor Linda. I think Jesus is saying you have to learn how to turn the other cheek. Yeah, mm -hmm. and, I, and I also want to say not, not addressing that, but these questions are some questions that are coming through to us and not necessarily questions that we are asking. We are addressing questions that are in company with others when we are discussing the Bible and all of that. Mm -hmm. These are the mm -hmm. questions that we are confronted with. Did Jesus tell his disciples to carry swords for self-defense? in luke chapter 22 well i put it this way pastor you know that i'm a man that always um, see the uh the physical side of things if they didn't carry their sword how, how are they going to defend themselves you know um, <laughs> i mean if peter didn't have a sword when they came to arrest jesus how could he have 
um, took the guy ears off. You know what I'm saying? So you have to be be prepared. So I'm not quite sure what Jesus is talking about there. Um, but I think in the Bible it does mention that um, that they are to care, uh, be prepared with a sword or something to that effect. You can put me put me correct on that. You are brothers. You one of you can straighten me out on that. The the only thing I'm saying, yes, say say you're not sure of what. Christ is really asking. Did you take the time to ask him? <laughs> <laughs> brother, brother Z. And um, friends. I, uh, brother Z, I, I don't even know if he would tell me that one because he know me. Yeah, he knows you. <laughs> you know how yes. I think okay. and you know what I will do. But what do you think here there, Pastor? Uh, you know, my, my take on that is that Jesus told Peter to take uh, two swords, buy two swords, uh, in order to fulfill scripture, mm. um, that uh, he was numbered with the transgressors, the mm. Bible says. Mm -hmm. And to do that, you know, they were transgressors. I mean, Peter was, and uh, Jesus was numbered with them. And he performed a miracle <clears throat> by putting the man, I think his name was Malchus, uh, putting his ear back on his face, mm. and he did that miracle, you know, right in the in front of those army men that came to get him. Okay. So um, I believe that it was a fulfillment of scripture. It was, uh, it had to take place in order to fulfill uh, the word of God. Mm. So he 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 really set them up, then, Pastor. He, he set them up so that he could prove to them that he he's a guy that heal at the end. He's a guy that can put the ears back on. Amen. Yeah, Amen. He, he he set them up. Mm. Yes, yes, he surely did. <laughs> okay, right in their face, he showed them that he could perform miracles, mm. um, and he was who he said he was, the Son of God. Right, right. So, yeah. And you see why some, sometimes we don't understand why Jesus did certain things. But if we look into it carefully, we'll figure out somewhere there it, it has its sense. You know, I mean, didn't he, did not the, the disciples said to him, Master, who is it that 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 sin? Is it this man or his parents? And he was able to go on to say, hold on, neither this man nor experience, but this was to fulfill the, uh, fulfill the word of God, you know. So really and truly, sometimes that's why people say the Bible um, speaks against itself, or, you know, but that's not so. Jesus knows exactly what he was doing. He came for that purpose and he just carried it out the best way. And he said anyway that he did nothing unless except God told him to do it. So, you know. That's right. Yeah. Okay. That's right. Mm -hmm. You know, the, and the more we seek the Lord, the uh, more understanding we get mm -hmm. from him because he wants to to show us. He wants to teach us. And right. Welcome to Brothers Ian Friends. We share because we care. I'm going to get just like I used to be. Father, 
the floor late at night.
You can reach Pastor Linda at Anointed Community Service at 204 Godson Street, Groveland, Florida. By phone, 352-404-7898. That's 352-404-7898. Alternatively, on the web at anointedcommunitycs.org. That's anointedcommunitycs.org. So, the next question is, what does it mean for women to be weaker vessels? Ooh, that's a good one. <laughs> Listen, Pastor, I... I read that somewhere and I don't be, I don't believe that. I don't believe woman is the weaker vessel. I'm telling you the truth, Pastor. You're a woman, my wife's a woman, brother Z, your wife is a lady. And we know, we know from first hand experience that something is wrong there. Um, is it Paul or Peter that said that they're the weaker vessel? Because no, so you're so you're disputing the word of God. I'm disputing it, that, 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 Pastor. Based on my experience, I'm disputing it. I think no. my wife is as strong as I am. <laughs> no, no, women are weaker emotionally, and they're weaker physically. You may get some that build themselves up. I mean, look what's going on now. Yeah. Look what's going on in the world with the gender uh, identity crisis, mm. and we've got men that are portraying as women competing in women's sports who's winning mm. who's winning well okay. well the, the, i think the men um, thank you the, the men's got their upper hand and i don't know why i think it's because they didn't let the ladies in early enough so that mm -hmm. they could you know no. yeah no. yeah when you're disputing the word of god Every scripture was given by inspiration of God. All right, all profitable. Right. Holy yeah. men of God spake as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. Mm. When Jesus came, it was written on his thigh in the book of Revelation, the word of God. Jesus said in the beginning was, the, well, John wrote it, in the beginning was the word, mm. and the word was with God, and the word was God. Even though Paul wrote this, he wrote it under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. Women are the weaker vessel. He goes on to say, Adam was not deceived, but Eve was deceived, and yeah. they fell into the transgression. Yeah. Women are the weaker vessel, mm -hmm. emotionally, physically, and, and I'm a woman. So, but mm. I agree with the word of God. There's mm. no place in the word that I disagree. Who am I? If the angels agree mm. with every word that God says, who am I? Yeah. Other than, see, what people do, they get the Bible and they say, oh, it's written by man. They forget what the scriptures say. God had to use man, just like he used Moses. But the finger of God, the spirit of God, moved on those men to write what God wants us to have today. Mm. So that we would be not left without a, a, a way out of here. This word is the word of God. And until we come in agreement with all of it, mm. you're mm. out of agreement. And, and, and you, know, you know, Pastor, despite what I've said earlier on, you know, I, I treat my wife and every other lady as the weaker vessel. Um, if we're going out, my wife's not driving. I am. I am taking that wheel and I'm going to do my utmost to get out there safely. And other things, I want to make sure that I take my position 
as a guy because I believe that the women are the weaker vessel. Despite what I said earlier on, don't pay no man to that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I just, I just think that we as men are to take charge, um, and I think that's how God would want it to be. Yeah, well, that's what He said. Yeah, the man is the head, and the head of the man is God. Right. And the head of the woman is the man. Absolutely. <laughs> And most women in my shoes, they wouldn't be saying this now. Y'all know that. They wouldn't be saying this. Come on, Pastor. Preach it, Pastor. You you are preaching my 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 sermon right now because that's exactly what I believe. Yes, man. Uh, I had I I had an experience uh, many years ago when I was conducting a course with a group of women in Canada. And I was rushing for, I was late, mm. and I needed Kleenex tissues to make a demonstration to prove a point to them. And I went into a pharmacy, I bought out uh, the small packages, you know, the one you would walk around okay. with, and I took all of them to the, to the, meet, to the meeting. And when I took out those Kleenex, confronting me on the wrapping, it said, our strength is in our softness. Mm. Ooh. Mm. Oh, wow, so nice. wow. So nice. Come on, brother Z, come on. And so nice. I said oh, to so myself, nice. wow, because when I did, do, did those workshops, mm. I came without a planned subject, mm -hmm. just started conversation and pick up on who has something they really wanted to share. Mm. And I, you know, branch off on that but then i i look at this thing our my strength our strength is in our softness, softness. Wow. and i would take up to this day i remember that and i would apply it today in the case of what we were talking about so mm -hmm. it might we may think they're the weaker vessel but that is maybe that weakness is their strength the manner That's in right. which they would Put something over their calm, their attentiveness, all of that. So that's my contribution to that. That is wonderful. That's brother. great. And that it is, is still, amazing. I checked, eh? and it is still under the under tissue. If you ever pick up one of those small packages, mm. it says that. That is so wonderful. Yeah. Because the weaker vessel doesn't mean that the women... Uh, are less significant or oh, less mm -hmm. important. It doesn't mean that they're unable to be used by God or that mm -hmm. they're less wise because mm. you've got some women that are have the wisdom of God. So it just means, just like God said, that mm. in this, the, the, the hierarchy of God, like in any business, there's a hierarchy. Mm. You've got God, you've got the man, who was created before the woman, and then you got the woman, and then you got the children. Mm. So it's the hierarchy plan of God, and we, we just abide by his plan. Um, but it doesn't make a woman any less significant, any less powerful in God. It's just this is the hierarchy plan. of This is the plan of God. Mm. I believe. Wow. Yep. 
Mm-hmm. Brother Z and friends on your local radio, WPIO 89.3 FM. Our podcast, Brother Z and friends. Our email is brotherz77 at gmail.com. That's brotherz77 at gmail.com. We can also be reached by phone 407-668-4824. That's 407-668-4824. Welcome to Brother Z and Friends. We share because we care. What else are they asking out there? Pastor Linda. <laughs> what else are they asking? Let's see what they're asking. Uh, is it possible to do works in Jesus' name and still be lost? Well, you know what, um, Pastor? Um, there was an evangelist. I'm not going to name name. But um, she was a very powerful evangelist. And I, I read a lot of her books. And um, one book in particular I read coming down to the end of her her time here with us, I was so disheartened over it because she used to perform some or help to perform such great miracles. And then it seems to me as if the end of her ministry she just totally lost it. And I mm. wonder exactly did she make it into heaven or what? Because she just totally lost it and everything just went crazy. And I often mm. thought about that, you know. So can we do great works and be lost? You know, I, I don't know, Pastor. I really don't know. I, I would feel bad for her. Like I feel bad for this evangelist. I would feel bad for anybody I know that put in a lot of time doing great work for the Lord. And then at the end of the day, for argument's sake, I think not so long ago, it was on the media that some group, one of the big uh, recognized uh, group, they suddenly came out and denounced Christ. You know, yeah, and I'm thinking, see, wow. well, that kind of, yeah, yeah. But see, that's why Jesus said, you must endure to the end. Mm. There's a scripture that says the race is not, not given race. to the swift, mm. neither the battle to strong. the strong. Meaning you can be as fast as you want to be in this way. Mm. And you can be as strong as you want to be. But the race is given, meaning the crown is given to those who endure right to, to the, the end. end. Mm -hmm. And Paul said, he said, I keep my body. Right. under subjection uh -huh. lest by any means i will preach to others and i myself be a castaway right so right. we have to be first partakers of the word that we preach um that we hear and we must endure to the end you mm -hmm. know i can't judge anybody i don't know where they're going to stand but i tell you what i don't want to play with my salvation i want to mm -hmm. hold out to the end right and the bible says now unto him in jude chapter 24 and 25 verse that, that is able to keep you from falling mm -hmm. and and paul talked about many he said demas has left me having loved this present world you know, many people, they and when they turn their back on Jesus, you know, I think it's a difference, and I don't mean to hold up time, but I think it's a difference between um, uh, a person maybe that backslides, but they yet still believe in Jesus, but uh, 
you know, they backslid. God said he's married to the backslider, and God has a way to bring them back. Mm. But when you get to a point that you renounce Jesus, mm. I, yeah. I, I, I don't know where that's going to take that person because yeah. uh, you have denied the faith. Mm. You know, you, you, you've denied the faith. And so it would be an act of God that to bring that person back and you know, yeah. especially if they died like that, denouncing Jesus. I mean, mm. that's so, a, so the, the the answer to that question is a resounding yes. If you do not endure to the end, I don't see how you can be saved. The Bible said so, okay. and that's my opinion. Okay, I have something to say on it. You would. Uh, I'm going off course. Sorry, I'm going off course. Yeah, it's not exactly on the topic, but it's my curiosity. You started off, Brother George, by saying you would not name the person. <laughs> then you went to, uh, to say her, so we knew it's a female. Yes, you're dissecting. Then her. you went further to say that she did not get into heaven, so we know she's no longer... Yeah. With well, us. Well, I, I said doubt. She uh, she, yeah, yeah, but that in, implies <laughs> that, that she's gone. She's no longer she, with us. Yes, yes. So tonight when I get home and I cannot sleep, it won't take me very long to go through <laughs> those who, females who have died. <laughs> so by tomorrow I can tell you who it is. This man dissect. Oh, this man dissecting spirit came alive. <laughs> 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 All right. Just my just my sense of humor. All that's right. All. Just my sense of humor. <laughs> so, uh, it is. Uh, and the next one is: What does it mean for a camel to go through the eye of a needle? Aha. Uh -huh. Mm. Now, uh-huh, now that's a, that's a biggie. Um, from my understanding, someplace in, uh, in the Holy Land, Israel, Bethlehem area, there is a place called the Eye of a Needle because the, the people that um, travels with goods on the camel has to cross that area with the goods on the camel and every time they get there they have to unload the camels and push the camel through and then put the load back on the other side and i think what jesus is saying well you know what it's easier for a camel to go through the eye of that needle than for some people mm -hmm. to get into heaven that that's my explanation on that one i remember that one from way back yeah. But mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know if I, if I am correct. I do have no, some. You are. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I heard. I heard that also, and I. I also think that it's clear that if you say it, something that is impossible to do, and you're saying it is easier to do that, it just mm. uh, emphasizing how difficult it would be to do whatever it is being asked of you. I'm just saying in a practical sense. Mm. Okay. Yes, but very good uh, point. And Jesus was referring to the uh, rich man. 
saying that it's hard for a rich man because he trusts in his riches. Mm -hmm. uh, it's hard for him to enter into the kingdom of heaven. And he said it was easier to go through the eye of a needle, which, Brother George, you're absolutely correct with that um, that gate in Israel, mm -hmm. uh, that small gate through the wall um, there in Jerusalem. And so Jesus could have been referring to that um, because, like you say, they, it, it, it was difficult for them to go through. But he went on to say, but with God, all things are possible. What was impossible to man mm -hmm. is possible with God. Okay, yes. brothers, did you hear what Pastor Linda said concerning the rich man? Oh, boy. So, so, Brother Z, um, oh. before we leave uh, this... How is he getting in? I just, I just wondered if you want to go to heaven. Brother Z, diamond, oh. look out for thyself. You know that, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, let us let us let us pray <laughs> oh dear god <laughs> <laughs>
our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And, and my prayer is that the Lord will open the eyes of our understanding, that we will know what is his calling, that he'll give us revelation, meaning that he will reveal things to us, things that we could not see before, that he will open our understanding and allow us to see them now. How many know that no matter how old we are in life, no matter how long we've been with Christ, we are always learning. We are always receiving revelation of things we did not know, things that we had no clue about, that when we read the scriptures, we didn't see what we see today. It's like, I, don't, I didn't see that. I don't know why. But it takes revelation. As Jesus told Peter, flesh and blood has not revealed this unto you, but my Father, which is in heaven, he's the one who revealed the fact that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of the living God. So I'm going to go to Luke chapter 24 and verse 45. And the Bible lets us know that this is a time when Jesus rose from the dead. He rose from the dead and he presented himself to his disciples. And they were troubled and thoughts arose in their hearts. And Jesus told them, he said, Behold my hands and my feet, that it is I myself. Handle me and see, he said, for a spirit has not flesh and bones as you see me have. You see, during that time, I believe it was Thomas who said, after the disciples told him, the Lord is risen. And he said, I will not believe unless I see the nail prints in his hand and put my hand in his side where he was pierced. And Jesus was not offended by Thomas's unbelief. But when he appeared to the disciples, he immediately told Thomas, he said, thrust your hand in my side and be not faithless, but believe. Jesus wanted Thomas to believe. He wanted him to believe so until he came and manifested himself to him. And that's what the Lord wants to do for each and every listener. He wants to manifest himself to you so that you will believe. And the Bible says in verse 44, and he said unto them, these are the words which I spake unto you while I was yet with you, that all things must be fulfilled, which were written in the law of Moses and in the prophets and in the Psalms concerning me. You see, someone once said, oh, the Old Testament is, you know, only for Israel. It is the, the, the Torah. But the Old Testament points to Jesus. Every single jot and tittle points to Jesus. Every story points to Jesus. Someone once said, you can find Jesus in every book of the Bible. And this is so true. And so what did he do? He said that all things had to be revealed and all things had to be fulfilled, which were written in the law of Moses. And it was written in the prophets. And it was written in the Psalms concerning Jesus. Then opened he their understanding that they might understand the scriptures. Glory to God. The scriptures 
are revealed through the person of Jesus Christ. When you read the Old Testament, sometimes people don't understand it because the only way that the veil can be removed from our faces and our eyes is that the Holy Spirit illuminates us and reveals the truth of God's word. I implore you, ask the Lord when you read the Holy Scriptures to reveal the truth give you revelation, open the eyes of your understanding, because I'm fully persuaded that every day we are learning from the Lord. He is giving us revelation upon revelation. And when he gives us that revelation, the word of God becomes real to us. This experience of righteousness and Christianity becomes real and no one can persuade us Otherwise, we become fully persuaded because when we get revelation, it steals what we believe. And therefore, like Jesus told Thomas, put your hand in my side and don't be faithless, but believe. It seals what our faith told us. It seals what Jesus told us. It seals what we read in the Gospels, the apostles of old. They told us truth, and when God, Holy Spirit, reveals that truth, it seals it for each and every one of us, so that you and I will be fully persuaded that Jesus is Lord. If you don't know him as your personal Savior, I invite you today to accept the Lord Jesus Christ he is the only way to God, and he is the one who will open your understanding and show you the plain way to salvation. I love you today with the love of the Lord. Be encouraged and be strong in him. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen. amen. Thank you again, Pastor Linda. We will continue to recognize God as our Savior. And we will continue to lean on his, on him for our strength. Thank you. Thank you so much. Amen. And we're going to go to prayer right now. And we just want to sincerely lift up our brothers and our sisters. And those that are being persecuted and those that are being killed. We want to lift them up in prayer. Let's join Pastor Linda now as she prays. Yes, Father God, we just thank you for the blood of Jesus as we bring our brothers and sisters in Christ before the throne of grace. We bring those in the Ukraine before you. We bring those in other countries that are being killed for the sake of Christ, those that are being persecuted, even those here at home that are struggling and going through. Lord God, increase their faith strengthen their hearts give them lord god comfort in their loss father heal them as they suffer sicknesses in their body you are the god that healeth us you are the god that comforts us in all of our tribulation and you are the god that saves us you alone are our savior and we thank you we thank you for your love for us Thank you for hearing our prayers for our brothers and sisters in Christ. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. 
Amen. Welcome to Brothers and Friends. We share because we care. Uh, why did Jesus say he only came for Israel? He came to fulfill the promise to Abraham. You know, a lot of people a lot of people look at that promise as just a physical promise mm -hmm. of the land of Israel, you know, but when you look and this is what what gets me what I look at. When you look at the land of Israel, okay, God promised Abraham that he would give him seed uh, as the sand of the sea, that right. he would not be able to number it. Mm -hmm. Now, we can number the people in Israel. Matter of fact, I could google it right now and tell you how many people live in Israel. Right. But there was a number in the book of Revelations. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and there was a, 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 a situation where John said, who are these that stood before the Lord with psalms in their hands? And it was a number that no man could number. Mm -hmm. And the angel replied and said, these are they who had been washed in the blood of the Lamb. Right, right. You see, God's purpose was bigger than just Israel. Okay. God's purpose all alone was for the whole world. Mm -hmm. Was He came, he died. He so loved the world. It didn't say he so loved Israel, but he so loved the world. But he had to fulfill the scriptures that says he came unto his own. And his own received him not. But to many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God. So he had to fulfill scripture. He came to the house of Israel. He knew that they would reject him. And he would open up salvation to the whole world. Because in the scheme of the whole prophecy... It was a number which no man could number. Mm -hmm. and that is believers. That's And Jesus, he knew, he spoke in parables. He spoke in a way that the people, they thought it was a natural uh, situation, but he was talking spiritual. That's why the Bible says his ways are far higher than our ways. Mm -hmm. His thoughts are far higher, far higher than our thoughts. Mm -hmm. um, so he, he fulfilled the word. He came unto his own, knowing that they wouldn't receive him, knowing that they would reject him. And there's many scriptures, even in the Old Testament, that tells us about the rejection of Jesus among the Jews. Mm. Wonderful. All right, um, we're at that place um, coming up on sermon time. Pastor, we can probably take one more either before or after your sermon. Let's let's take it before. All right. Okay. Uh, let's see. Let's talk about this one. Did Jesus come to bring peace or a sword? Matthew's ten and Luke twelve. Ah. <laughs> well, well, well. Um, didn't he made it clear that uh, my peace, I. I bring give unto you. Um, so, mm -hmm. so one has to say he came to to bring peace, but um, mm -hmm. and then he turned around and tell Peter to go buy some swords. So <laughs> you know, <laughs> so I don't rightly know if, if the man came to 
to chop us up with the sword or he came just to give us all the peace he can get you know um, all the peace he has but ultimately i believe he came to to make peace yes yes mm -hmm. yes he's a yeah, man and of I'm peace gonna chime in on that one and we'll, we'll hear from brother z but um i believe you're right he said mm -hmm. I, I come to give you peace right um my peace I give unto you, not as the world give, give I unto right. you. Mm -hmm. But because men did not believe, so you have conflict. Mm -hmm. You have those who believe, you have those who not, and it caused a sword, it caused division, it caused uh, wars, it caused persecution. Mm -hmm. So if you read that scripture, Jesus said that a man's foes will be those of his own household. Mm -hmm. Why? Because one believes and one doesn't. Mm. And anytime you've got two people that they're on opposite levels like that, well, most of the time, I won't say anytime, but there comes persecution. Mm. There comes conflict. Mm -hmm. And so I believe that's what Jesus meant uh, when he said, I come not to bring peace, but I come to bring a sword. Mm. Meaning that and he goes on to say that if you read the scripture, go back to that scripture. He goes on to say that a man's foes will be those of his own household. Mm. The mother will be against the daughter, the mother-in-law against the daughter-in-law, because you've got unbelievers and believers. And the unbeliever always, well, not always, but most of the time persecutes the believer. Mm. Mm. Amen. Amen. Thank you so Amen. much, Pastor. And uh, Brother Z, Pastor Linda, we're in the zone, so final comments. And in my case, I, I'm looking forward for the next uh, five or so, five or six episodes, which would bring us to our first anniversary. We started our first show on May the on May the 8th, and we are getting there, and we pray to God that he will continue having us on there and giving us the ideas that we present to you in, in lightheartedly, but very seriously. Mm. Thank you very much. And I would like to just ask if we can ask our listening audience to just give a shout out to Brother Z and friends. Mm -hmm. uh, Brother Z hopefully will give the um, email for you to send email messages as we will be experiencing a, a year anniversary. Uh, and if you are enjoying this program, that you would give a shout out and just uh, encourage Brother Z, encourage uh, Brother George and I, and uh, let us know that you are enjoying these messages. And if you want to in, contribute with questions or, or comments, we welcome that. So thank you, all our listening audience. Wonderful. Okay. Until next time, may the good Lord bless you, cause his face shine upon you and give you peace. Amen. Amen. Oh, the The sky is all shadowed with blackness. 